Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Professionally Unprofessional Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Nickman, and today we have a very special guest with us. Hello. My friend, Izzy. <laughs> Say hi. Hi. So, so Izzy, tell me, educate the audience on what you're planning to do when you become a professional. Um, I would like to, well, hopefully be a, actually, I don't really know what I want to be. I, I just care about being happy. That's all I want. But if I had to choose, I would probably be a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. So tell us why you want to be a psychiatrist. What motivated you to become a psychiatrist? Um, just the fact that I, well, I know I would be a doctor and like prescribing people medication and all that stuff. But um, just the fact that, you know, I, for my friends and for like my family members and other people, I I like being the person that they can always talk to and go to if they have any advice. And a lot of people, people, um, I don't really understand why, but people tend to open up to me quite easily. So I, yeah, I think that I was, and, and, and I think I give good advice too, or at least, uh, mediocre advice <laughs> but it'll probably improve what did you say what do you to assume okay sorry and continue i i okay okay so the reason so you're just so you think you're talented at just helping people out and that's the real reason you want to do it um, yeah, I, I love giving people advice and just being the person that they can just talk to or rant about their problems to. And I think that I would love to be a psychiatrist okay. as well because of that. So, so my other question, so what really got you said, yeah, it's psychi- so yes, you're good at advice. I don't, don't reveal the names of said people, but give some advice. But tell us a bit about what, what you've helped people out with. Um, I've helped people, I've helped people a lot, but one of the more noteworthy examples was when one of my online friends, um, <laughs> one of my online friends told me that he, he liked one of my other online friends. Oh, Matthew, did you turn your camera off? Okay. Um, he told me he liked one of my other online friends and um yeah and i i told him like just just tell her how you feel you know it's going to be you're going to have a huge weight lifted off of your shoulders if you if you just do that cuz well i i know from experience but um <laughs> we're not going to go there um, but anyways Roman, yeah. so, so <laughs> have you ever watched the movie the love doctor no i've never watched that i've never even heard of that Okay, it's a, it's a fun movie. I kind of recommend it. Uh, but it is all about this guy. And he basically, uh, he uh, just gives advice. Like, he, people will pay him, like, so much money just for his advice. And he basically helps people fall in love. At least that's how he sees it. It's, fun. it's a fun movie. Uh, and, and I was wondering if you... If you got any advice from him. 
Um, but obviously yeah. you did. But obviously you did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, hmm, I'm trying. So this is a, a strange way to, this is a strange question to ask, but what constitutes a healthy romance to you? Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm not really uh, well-versed in that um, a topic, but I think that, well, I personally think that like a healthy romance is like the two people being able to like see eye to eye. Well, not always, but like being able to, you know, being able not like being, okay, I, I can't, I can't talk to people. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, I don't mean to sound like a jackass, but uh, <laughs> you, you did come to this. You asked, I asked you if you wanted to, you, I did not hold you at gunpoint. <laughs> read to this so but i didn't know this question i didn't know you were gonna ask this question <laughs> it's an interview we ask all the questions you said it was gonna be a conversation not an interview <laughs> yes it's yes anyway. all right okay so, so i i yeah okay so i personally think that a healthy a healthy relationship is where the two people involved are, um, they're faithful to each other. They, they're nice to each other, obviously. They, um, they, don't, they don't have arguments all the time. And it, even if they do have arguments, they're like relatively small, they're not really big. Um, they, they are always, they, they like see eye to eye on the important stuff. I think if you don't really see eye to eye on things, you, you know, you can get into a lot of arguments um, easier. And yeah. And so, so this is a strange, this is a strange thing to say, but those are all also components of a healthy friendship. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so that would simply mean that a romance, at least to you and to me, and I honestly agree with you, is really just friends plus plus. <laughs> Friends with benefits. <laughs> no, there's a line between friends with benefits and uh, a relationship. Uh, a good, a good friend of mine won't tell, tell you about. Yeah, this. I, I uh, know you. I know the friend of yours. Yeah, this is for the internet. <laughs> uh, he, no, they are the they are the embodiment of friends with benefits. Of friends with benefits, and I don't mean with me. I mean with a lot of other people. It's just really funny. Anyway. Does, a friend, does a friends with benefits mean like you're still friends? But like you do things, um, okay. That people okay. in relationships I mean do that occasionally. A lot of the, oh, no, <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, what I mean by that is, um, they've just they've been in multiple relationships and are still friends with the pe people that they were in those relationships with. That's that's really what I mean by that. Okay, but back to the topic at hand. That, that's not what friendhood benefit is. But okay, we're moving on. <laughs> Listen, as a professor, uh, one very important quote that I learned was, uh, you need to know enough to think that you're right, but not enough to actually know that you're wrong. Is that from a, 
Isn't that from like a YouTube ad? I, I heard that quote in a YouTube ad. Yes, but it's a fundamental law <laughs> of being a professional. <laughs> Listen, that was for like a master's class. Like Yeah, that, it was. It, it was um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> yes, it was Neil deGrasse Tyson. He literally... <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yeah, he's a professional. He's a professional. Like... Don't don't insult Neil deGrasse Tyson. All right, I won't I won't insult him. <laughs> uh, who am I kidding? Anyways, so this is a very weird, weird thing to ask, to ask, but like like have you have you ever experienced like what mental issues have you experienced in your life? Your life. Um, I don't really. I don't, I've never, like, experienced any, like, um, like, mental, you, you mean, like, mental health issues? They don't, ne- okay, uh, that's, that's the wrong way to put it. Uh, I, I don't, issues. I don't really know what you mean, you yeah, know? What I mean by that is, have you ever experienced anxiety, depression? That is a mental health issue. What are you that talking is, about? That was, that was a slip of my tongue, excuse me. What I mean by that is have you ever experienced some form, some form of not mental? God, well, I'm saying it so wrong. I'm saying I'm such a jackass. <laughs> uh, too bad this recording isn't being edited. I, I don't put in that much effort for these. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. But in all, but what I mean by that is, have you what troubles have you experienced in life? That really. Um, I I I haven't really experienced that many troubles. And my life has been good for the most part, but there was one trouble that I had maybe like over a little over a year ago. Um, my cat, my cat Dollar, died. He um he had he was the well he had I well he died when I was thirteen, and he ha- he was seventeen, so he had been with me my whole entire life he was he was like five when I was born and so I I grew up with him and and we were really good friends we were very close and it was really hard when he died um yeah I I don't really cry that much so I didn't I didn't cry a lot but it was it was really painful to go through and I was very sad for a long time. Okay, so this is a very strange. This is a weird question, but you, but the, but what? I, so the roadblock you that you've encountered so far has been grief. Now, yeah, uh, have you heard of the five stages of grief? Um, yeah, I think so. I I took like a psychology course last year, and I, I think I might have they might have talked about it, but I I kind of forgot. Okay, so I remember these a little, a little bit of these. The first stage of grief is denial. I don't think, I don't think you went through this. Yeah, I, I didn't go through that. I knew he was dead. Like it, it's there, it's gone. There's no hope of getting it back. Uh, second, if I remember, is bargaining. Oh yeah, yeah. That 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 is one thing. Uh, bargaining. Bargaining is a strange, is a strange one. I, I think that these two are a lot more situational. Yeah. 
then these next two. Now these next two are always here. There's no way that they're not here. And these are rage and sadness. I wasn't angry. I mean, I knew he was going to die eventually, so I, I just kind of accepted it. So I mean, I, that that's not to say I wasn't sad. I was, but well, you absolutely went through sadness, and then the last one you went through was acceptance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I accepted it maybe like a few weeks afterward. Yeah. Okay, a few. Uh... A few other questions. So what advice would you give someone going through grief? Like, because in this case with a dollar, I would best describe him as like a sibling to you. Like, Yeah, I, I that's how I viewed him as well. And like, what would you advise someone just grieving in general? They don't need to, it doesn't need to be like, I feel like due to your connection with dollar, you, I can honestly ask you about gen grief that is more than just a pet. So, so what advice would you give someone on that? I would, I would say, well, first of all, I would say that, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to be like rude or anything when I say this, I'm talking to you. I wouldn't be saying it to that person or maybe I would, I don't know, but I would say, you know, you need to, well, you, you need to know that you, you are feeling really sad right now and you are grieving but you you need to know that the pain is not going to last forever that sooner or later you're gonna move on from that and you're going to learn to you're not going to be sad about your pet dying or your friend dying or a relative dying um you're gonna instead you're gonna learn to well instead you're gonna appreciate um what they did and how they made you felt when they were alive. That's what I. That's what I eventually did with Dollar. I learned not to be sad um, when he was when when he was um, dead. I I learned to appreciate him. I learned to appreciate the way he made me felt when he was alive. Mm -hmm. And I would just say to a person whose loved one died, I would just say that. I just tell them to concentrate on the happiness they brought you when they lived, as opposed to the sadness they brought you when they died. Hmm. Very, it's very so. It's very simple. It's not something super complicated. It's just that pain doesn't last forever. Yeah. So, thank you for the input. So, as you. Two other questions. Have you experienced anxiety or depression? Um, no. Or yeah. Or have you met someone with these? Uh, yeah, I've, I've met someone with depression. Um, I don't know about anxiety. It's hard to tell if someone has anxiety, but, well, at least for me it is. But I have met people with depression. I haven't had these conditions myself, so I I don't really know how they feel, you know, I, I'm really positive, so I can't really, I don't really feel, well, I've tried to give advice to my, my friend with depression, but I mean, it obviously don't work because she's depressed, mm -hmm. but, um, 
Yeah, I I've never had those. I don't I don't really know how it feels, but I I know that depression's not being sad for a few days. It's always there, and anxiety's not just feeling anxious sometimes. It's always there too. Uh, if I remember something about like depression takes many different forms. If I remember, uh, like I've met a, I haven't met a lot of people, but I've heard a lot of tales of depression depression how it can sometimes be hollowness it can it can be a lack of self-worth it can be so many different things and it's all an umbrella in all honesty yeah um i i mean i've i've uh i mean you talk you said lack of self-worth i sometimes i think i'm a failure but uh, that's really the closest thing that that I've. That's only the closest thing I've come to feeling depressed. Well, the thing about um, a lack of self worth, I well, what I'd say to you that there is, everyone's worth something. There's you haven't failed until you haven't failed yet, is he? And yeah, I'm even if you probably fail, young to fail. Uh, it's yeah. Because uh, I I am no I'm no psychiatrist, but I do think that a lot of people who feel like they're worthless, you, for one you aren't, and for two there is always hope for you. You can still improve a lot. There's where you are, you're never stuck in any place. You can still move on. That's really good advice. I would. If anyone was, well, I, I try to tell myself that it's just in my mind and it's not, it's not a reality. You know, it's, it's, I, only I feel this way and nobody else does. And only just, you feel that, only you feel worthless or only you feel that you're worthless? Only I feel that, that I'm worthless. Well, you, you're probably right. Anyway. The whole thing, reason I bring this up is that, like, a psychiatrist has to help pe people with these. And, and you think, actually, let me make sure about something. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so so I'm gonna ask you another. So I don't know where I can really go because I have, it's not something to flex, but I haven't really dealt with enough in my life to really say I've been depressed. And what do you? How do you sort of know? Like I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to exactly. Say get across, but what makes you believe that you can help these people? What is that, that belief? How was that formed? And I don't mean that to be cynical. I mean that to, as a genuine question, because everyone might, because people might ask you, why do you think you're smart? And it's not, that doesn't mean that they think they're stupid. It, it just, it's just a question. So yeah, why I, do you, I, 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 
So why do you think you would be a good psychiatrist? I think I would be a good psychiatrist because I find it I I find it easy to empathize with people and I understand what people are going through and I it just I really like making connections to people and I think that I mean I, I just really want to be help as helpful as I can and I love helping other people and I know I'm saying the word people a lot <laughs> I love helping others and it's always really for me it's always the best feeling in the world when um when I give someone advice and it works or when yeah when when I give someone advice and they they like it they think it's good mm. and I, I think I can I think I would be able to help people because well, I think I'd be what I think I'd be a good psychiatrist because I just really have a passion for helping others and I think it would it would really show in the advice that I give people and I would just I'd always try the best I can if that makes sense. So it's really it's, just that you think you've got the fire in your belly to do it. Yeah, I would say that. I remember, uh, this is a weird story, but I remember a while ago, uh, there, was this, uh, there was this homeless guy, and I went to the donut shop. I went to the donut shop, I got some change, and I gave, and I gave him a, my change. And, oh, wow. and he said, God, God bless you, thank you very much. And... For good, I honestly say for, and then later that day, not too long, like there was this, there was this butterfly and it just flew around me for a good two blocks. And I don't really, it's nothing, I won't show my beliefs down anyone's throat, but I think that maybe there is no correlation between that butterfly and me helping that guy. But it was still, it still made me feel very good. It made me feel happy, I guess. It's, I'm not saying, look at me, I'm such a good person. I'm, I'm saying, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that is a sign that you did the right thing. I mean, you obviously did the right thing, but maybe that, maybe the, maybe the homeless man died. Um, and then the, the butterfly was the reincarnated homeless man. You know? you know that that was like <laughs> I literally said that was like two seconds ago. The the interval between that me giving a dollar to that <laughs> that guy and the butterfly was like a, a minute. So you're saying so you're saying I swear okay did I not tell you? But in your so in your mind like I gave him the dollar he's like God bless you he dies and then the butterfly is like like you were the one who did this to me. <laughs> Maybe he tried. Maybe he was so hungry, he tried eating the money, and then... Now I feel worse because I was carrying donuts. <laughs> okay, again, like, I don't know, that's just, that was just weird. But, um, 
why I still believe in what I said. I really do. That the butterfly was the reincarnation of the still alive man. <laughs> I he, maybe, no, he like probably died as soon as you turned away. <laughs> Holy shit! Like, thank you, God <laughs> bless you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't, and it's weird because, in that, but there were people nearby. It's not like I was alone. Like, I swear, in that case, they would have been like, oh my God, what did he do to that poor old man? No, he probably, probably ate the coins. Like, this maybe was a just, dollar. Shoved it in his mouth. Okay, he ate, the, shoved the dollar into his mouth, swallowed it. Uh, then he died. No. No, maybe he just was tired. He curled up to take a nap, but he 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 died right as he closed his eyes. So people thought that he was just napping, and then he rose up out. Then a butterfly rose up out of the the old guy. I mean, not the old guy. Out of the homeless guy's body I mean, as the old. reincarnated homeless guy. Oh yeah, the old homeless guy. Okay, he but ro- as a- it rose up. Listen, I'm a man of biology, and as and it doesn't matter if he reincarnated as a butterfly, because if he did, he would have been a caterpillar first. No, maybe. <laughs> maybe. This no. is being recorded, I hope you know. This is not getting edited out of the video. Yeah, I know. Maybe he maybe you did it you thought it was a butterfly, but it was a moth. Yes, but moths have caterpillar forms too. <laughs> that ruins everything. No, look, look, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna show you something. I guess you'll get two animal facts today. Okay, let me. I'm do- <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you see this? Moth larvae are- have caterpillars. I am deflated right now. I have- I have one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no. Maybe. Just maybe. That homeless guy was so quick at dying that the, the butterfly or the caterpillar or whatever so is so quick at becoming alive that it just skips the whole point that I mean skips the whole phase of growth and goes straight to adulthood. That's probably not that probably does not make sense. I'm I'm out of ideas at this point for what could have happened. You lost. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, I accept my defeat. Okay, but what I mean by that is I think that most people I don't you don't have to be the best person in the world, or you don't need to be like the you don't need to to risk your life, or you don't need all of these things. You don't need some tragic backstory to want to help someone. That's a 
Yeah. Please some something I want. Like uh, I remember uh, I would I've come across a lot of people in my life. You have too that have been through a lot. I won't name names, but there's been a lot of people who have in my life who have endured a lot. I haven't endured any yeah. of it, and it really made me wonder, how could I do what I want to do if I don't have any motivation for it? And I just had to come to, and I'm not saying pity me, I just mean like, I'm fairly sure that a lot of people out there probably think that they need to have some reasoning behind doing what they do. Like, they have to like it for some reason, but in all honesty, everyone just does what they does because they want to do it their motivations aside, they just want to do it. Yeah, I think that with me, it's kind of like that because I just want to do, I just want to be a psychiatrist because it's what I want to do. And it's just the thing that best appeals to me right now. Um, but um, like I've never been through like anxiety or depression or any of these disorders that I would need to see a psychiatrist for. I just want to be able to help people with those disorders. You know? I don't know why, but that reminds me of like, uh, there was this one, there was this one gag from uh, Fresh Off the Boat, if anyone remembers that show. You probably don't. You probably don't. I'm sorry, I'm very dull, but I've never heard of that show. But um, it was was a fun show, and at one point in time, uh, one of the characters was going to a therapist and then one of the other characters walked in on the therapist and the therapist was having a therapy session. <laughs> and, and the person was like, you, you shouldn't need to go to therapy. You're a therapist. And he's like, where do barbers get their hair cut? <laughs> and, and they were like, oh, you have a point there. <laughs> And where do doctors go to get their checkups? <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't mean, like, anything offensive. It's just really funny that I... Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Like, I would, I might need a therapist, too. Um, I forgot who told me this. It was, I think it was one of my relatives, but um, I think they said that a lot of therapists need therapists because of the things that their like their patients tell them. I like to imagine that like all therapists like therapize each other, and then <laughs> and like the one that that uh, isn't getting therapy from anyone new is getting therapy from the first one who needed therapy. Yeah, that that's that's like what I think about doctors and dentists and barbers and. All those people take like a like big what circle. I mean by that is like there's all these people like they all are ther- like there's this one therapist and he needs to go to therapy but that other person needs to go to therapy because of his problems and it's all this interconnected web until yeah last so person who has problems is being therapized by the person who first had them yeah so, and then the person who first had problems will be therapized if that's even a real word again because a of the real last word <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man of biology and grammar. Wheel word. Yes, word wheel is a word. Yeah. 
Also, I understand that this is completely off topic, but I want to tell you a little fun fact about math. To all math teachers out there, you are all technically wrong. And here's what I mean by that. So, you know, you want to know what the distance between one and two is? Are you losing, Izzy? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I like lost um, my, it just says my internet connection's unstable. Okay, um, so, wait, to all math teachers out there, you're wrong. That's where you left off. On. Okay, so do you want to know the distance between one and two? Sure. The answer is zero point infinity. Because you see, there's an infinite number of decimals in between each, each number. Yeah. Yeah, but like that's... And it, this isn't an original thing from me. This isn't something I pulled out of my ass. Like, um, uh, just give me a second. I need to make sure. Is your camera off or is that just me? No, my camera's off because sometimes in the internet connection okay. gets bad. I'm trying to Sorry. Um, I'm not sure if you hear like really loud music in the background. That's not me, that's my neighbors. The neighbors. Like is it <laughs> Okay. I think that ever that seventy five percent of your patients will all have problems thanks to their neighbors. They'll be like, uh sorry, I need to act this out. And they just don't stop playing that music. It's on all night. <laughs> so you're back in the vibe, don't have to take Go side, two side, 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 two side. Task a grueling one, hope to find some time is due night. I know the whole. And I it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Um, I'm. <laughs> we all know it by heart. Thank you, Captain Sparkles. Thank you. <laughs> So I think that we should probably conclude this episode. Thank you for sh for being on the show. But before you leave, I want I always do this at the end of all my episodes. Wait, I thought I thought this would go on forever. Yeah, I know, but like I think conversation is very organic and I have nothing to keep this alive with. Oh. I'm sorry. But I mean, this is a this was like 50 minutes. Like 40 minutes. This is longer than the last episode I did, so, yeah. Uh, now, I wish to send you, I wish to show you this. So, I want to tell you a bit about koalas. So, koalas are technically some of the smartest, are some of the dumbest animals in the world. And you might think, Matthew, what do I mean by this? What do you mean by this? And I literally, no, you see these guys, in order to basically survive, they can only have, they can't, there's a certain eucalyptus leaves. So eucalyptus leaves are poisonous and they're not very nutritious. 
So in order to survive, these these guys, what they have to do is they have is they have to sleep for uh, 22 hours of the day, and then in the two hours that they what they do is they climb around and they eat eucalyptus leaves. And the reason koala bears are so small is because the larger an animal is, the higher the metabolism. I'm sorry if I'm nerding out. And you see, the brain, okay. the brain also increases your metabolism. So if you, so if you're always like, oh, why am I eating so much? It might be because you're very smart. <laughs> I eat a lot. I'm eating right now. <laughs> okay. So this guy, um, but you see, because of these leaves, yeah, because these leaf, these leaves are so uh, have such a lack of nutrition with them. These guys, they basically eat, they, in order to survive, stupidity is literally their survival strategy. And I just find that really funny. <laughs> also, this is, like, this is the first image I said. And it's like having a healthy diet. Having to eat a pound a day of, of one of the least nutritious plants in existence because your ancestors didn't like the other leaves. <laughs> um, wow. Also, to all Australians and koalas out there, do not take offense. This is just genuinely true. <laughs> I felt in the mood to talk about this because we were talking about uh, psychology, it was, which is a very serious topic. <laughs> yeah, and talking about koalas being stupid is very serious. I was going to say it wasn't, but... Well. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Izzy, for coming on to the the show. Thank you all for enduring whatever this was. Uh, <laughs> anyone who has mental health problems, make sure to spam Izzy if you can find her number. Um, or also uh, DM me on Discord. <laughs> uh, DM, DM Izzy on Discord if you want psychology. She will task you. She will ask for how much are you gonna get? You want to be paid for this? <laughs> I, I, I do, I'm gonna do it for free. I don't oh. want to do it for free. I, so um, that means all of you watching who probably have mental health issues, because who would watch this otherwise? <laughs> um, um, you can, uh, well, Matthew, I'll send you my Discord username, and you can put that in the description of your video. Okay, so uh, link in the description. link in the description for Izzy's Discord. Uh, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe <laughs> to the professional. Well, actually, podcast. I don't really like. Okay, I'm, I actually don't want to give my Discord out to random people, so I'll, I'll have to say no, actually. Okay, I'm so sorry. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on this video. <laughs> um, no, not don't comment. I have comments turned off. There's some weird, there's some weird people out there. Um, but make sure to... Have they commented this, sure on that, your other videos? Uh, sorry. Make sure to share these, this video, these videos with a friend. And... Uh, I'll probably make a poll on who, who, I, who you guys want to see come back, and Izzy will be on the poll. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm. If right. if I get chosen to come back, I'll be really surprised because I'm not funny at all. But okay. Okay, Hopefully. Izzy. I, before you leave, <laughs> I just want to say, do you think that this conversation we're gonna have? Listen. I am not the funny one in my family. My sister is. I'm not going to say her name, 
but she is the funny one between the two of us. So if you find me funny, you will probably suffocate if you hear any one of her jokes. All right, well, I'm looking forward to calling over to your house this weekend. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe hearing some of her jokes. Fandom is going to go nuts with what you just said. No, we we hang we hang out like Matthew and one of our other friends and I. We just hang out. It's not it's not that big of a deal, okay? I don't see anything wrong with it. I'm maybe I'm slow. The walruses are disappointed. Oh, it's the walrus tie from your bar mitzvah. 